This podcast is brought to you in part by Tweaked Audio. They've got seven great styles. They've got seven great colors. Well, technically six. And then they have wood. I don't call that a color. Maybe you do. Miked and non-miked versions. They're designed to sound great for music and talk, like podcasts. Engineered for durability. They've got a noise-reducing design. Compatible with iPods, iPhones, Android devices, and all MP3 players and most phones. Don't forget you get one-third off of your order. That's right. You get 30% off. Just use the discount code GEEK. Oh, and one more thing. They've got free shipping. Find them at www.geek-io.com slash tweet. You're listening to Today in Musical Theatre, a podcast that highlights the events that have happened in the musical theatre industry, with your host, Dale Campbell. I remember you, you're the one who made my dreams come true. This is Today in Musical Theatre, the podcast that highlights the events happening in the musical theatre industry. <laughs> this is episode number 25, holy... And it's Tuesday, the 16th of July, 2013. I'm your host, Dale Campbell. Thank you, everyone, for joining me. And, wow, 25. That seems somewhat scary. I don't know, I don't know why, but it, it kind of does. I mean, yeah, 25. I mean, 25 be it at the, like, three times, two times, three times a week show, is still significant, so I just want to thank you for your support of the show, first off. Second off, I want to have a bit of a mini rant time at the top of the show, like I've known to do. Sometimes I like doing that, sometimes I like throwing news articles to support myself. But this is for the fans of uh, a show that is on hiatus, sort of, <laughs> is in works of coming back. But Dale's Reviews, those of you who like me reviewing stuff live on the air and impromptu, and um, I've had a recent experience of musical movies. A co-worker of mine, if they're watching, hi. <laughs> Good to see you. You should be enjoying your weekend like I am. But they have been lending me musical movies to watch, and... I've had fun experiencing this. They've given me two so far to enjoy, and I've been enjoying them. There's uh, Bullisk, the 2010 with Cher and Christina Aguilera, which was absolutely amazing, you guys. Don't listen to what any of the critics say. That show is that movie is absolutely amazing in the way. It seems to have a bit of a Christ- Muppet Christmas Story kind of vibe to it, where they're fighting for the club. Oh, there! But the show must go on, kind of thing. And the theater—I don't want to say this word on the show, so I'm gonna—I'm gonna dance around it like a fairy. But the theater stereotype is there with the the explicitness. No, the explicitness. That's not the wrong word. But with the over-the-top drama-like, but it's not in your face, so it's 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 fun, so it's just a fun little movie, and fantastic, so. And the other one I watched was Mamma Mia, which is a different type of musical movie, where it's, le- and Belisk had 
talky stuff with songs, but whereas Mamma Mia, the musical movie based off an ABBA song, realistically, let's face it, let's face it, kind of felt different, whereas because it's a, it's a straight-up musical, it's a stage play turned into a movie, and I, I liked the way that they adapta- adapted it, adopted it, I suppose is the word I'm looking for, from a stage play to a movie, whereas because a stage play is very flat, and very 1D, this brought it into a more dynamic environment, and it felt more dynamic, but the plot kind of fell off for me, because you have, you basically have 18 ABBA songs that you have to incorporate into your movie, write a plot around that, go, and it's kind of a, it's kind of hard, well, you've got, you've got this 1D, and this stage play, write a plot around, oh, I dub that as you will, and it's kind of hard to do that in a movie, so I didn't enjoy the oneness of it, so it's, it's really, really good still, but it's just that, taking it out of that, that stage play to a movie, it's kind of hard when you are basically dealing with a, just a stage play kind of thing. It's it's really, really hard to deal with when you're doing it like that. And I think they did it well. They did not excellent, but they did it well. They did it well enough for my liking. So it's just two musical movies that I've been going on, and I plan to watch Hairspray before Wednesday, so I can talk about, talk about it on Wednesday. So... And um, so I plan to do that. I plan to watch Hairspray again. I saw Hairspray in the theatre, so... And it's still prominent in my mind, so... Still Hairspray, I think, is one of the best movies I've seen of all time. Particularly musical movies, so we'll have to see how that holds up. But in the meantime, I'd like to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Twigged Audio and Squarespace. We thank them for their support of the show. More information about them coming up later on in the program. It's 36 past the hour, and that means... Let's get into the news. In the news today, some huge Tony news actually has come up. The 2013-2014 Tony Nominating Committee has been announced already. The Tony Awards uh, last month, actually, was the Tony Awards, by the way. So, take that for what you will. The Tony Awards Administration Committee announced July 15th the Nominating Committee for 2013-2014 Broadway season. The Nominating Committee attends all productions during Broadway season and meets on the date designated by the Administration Committee to determine, by vote, the Tony Award nominees for that season. The t- Committee of Tony Nominators, which has been expanded to 46 members in the 2013-2014 season, includes the following. Douglas Abel, 
Aaron Abbas, John Airborne, Ira Burston, Susan Brookhead, Mark Brokaw, Donald Bird, excuse me, Ben Cameron, Mary Schmidt Campbell, Veronica Claypool, Douglas J. Cohen, Ida Cole, John Durton, uh, Jacqueline Z. Davis, Eric Elise, Boyd Gaines, Kent Gash, Lisa Gendo, and the list goes on. I'm not going to read all of those. <laughs> I'm not going to read all of those. But the list goes on. So, there are some good people in here. Uh, more information is at TonyWoods.com. So, the 13-14 Tony Awards have been announced. Should I read the new ones? I should read the uh, There are too many new ones, so... I'm just trying to think how many new ones there are. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There are fourteen new members on the Tony Awards nominations committee this season. Wow. So, yeah, we've got a lot of nominations, which probably, I'm surprised. All right, so take 14, Dale's going to do math live on the air. Take 14 off 36, that means there was 32 members for this Tony Awards. So, I think this time around, having so many nominations, not nominators, sorry, will be... It will be a fairer, more spread out vote because it's a larger sample size. I'm surprised they didn't have 45 in the first place. And I'm surprised that they could get away with only having low 30 numbers. I thought around 50 or 40 would be an appropriate number for uh, these people. Like for the, t for the Tony Awards, I'm surprised that 30 is where it was at. But I guess, yeah. So if you want to, if you want to suck up to someone, these are the people that you want to suck up to. Just putting that out there <laughs> on the internet forever. I can be hated. So 46 people, and I'm just trying to think. The most Mary Campbell, Abe Jacob. So, and, yeah, these these people know what they're doing, so. And I'm happy with the new new additions to the, to the Tony Awards, so bring on the Tony Awards 2013. Mm. 2014, excuse me, holy cow. That's a dyslexic thing that I've said. Bring on Tony Awards 2014, and so soon that they've done the new committee, holy cow. Anyway, so, new committee, and the link to the full list will be in the show notes, and I just don't feel like to reading the whole entire list, because it's huge, but, 
stuff that I do feel like reading is The Spice Girls. The Spice Girls musical may raise from the grave. What? Holy cow, I think my mind has just been blown. <laughs> the Spice Girls musical uh, Viva Forever What? Oh, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, she's, uh, Judy Kramer, the producer, is threatening to revive the most lambust shows in recent theatrical history. She feels that Spice Girls musical Viva Forever, quote, not just bad, but definitely more morability and historically bad, according to the Sunday Telegraph. Yeah, it may come back from the de dead. Oh yes, I'm sure Viva will raise again at some point. She tells Manrake at a special performance of her recently cast hit show Mamma Mia. There you go. In London, Mamma Mia is still going on. It can be worked on. It was heartbreaking and that's had to close it. What? Oh, it was heartbreaking and... Yeah, whatever. This article's worded horribly, but it's basically saying that this badly reviewed Spice Girls musical could come back from the dead. And I made this joke on Facebook earlier, or oh, in Google+, Plus, I suppose, of, um, tell me what you want, yo, tell me what you want, what you really, really want, tell me what you want, what you really, really want, a Spice Girls musical? Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't really want a high um, a Spice Girls musical. No, I, w I definitely wouldn't want to be its lover. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not going to go with my friends. If, if it does come back, it's going to close again, I guarantee it. It will go well for opening night because everyone will be curious and it will then close again. I guarantee it. Almost 100% I guarantee that it will close straight after it opens. But I'm trying to find in this badly worded article that I decided to use for it. <laughs> Where actually, if it does say that, will it be... Quote, I wouldn't say there were faults with it, but I love the Spice Girls and when you are thinking about the subject to write a musical about, I think the Spice Girls and their place on the lands on our landscape opened with unified dire reviews and played dwindling houses of six months before finally giving up. <laughs> oh Jesus! So it ran for five months, which is still a solid effort, but they were running at a loss for those five months. So. Hey, the Spice Girls musical could be coming back. I want to get I want to get your feedback on what like what you think if the Spice Girls musical was to go on. But moreover, I think that it, it'll go down the same path again. I guarantee it that it'll go on the same path again. What do you guys think? Today in musical theatre at gmail.com.
I want to hear you, your uh, feedback on this. But we know someone who's not going to close after six months of operation is Squarespace because they've been around forever and they will continue to provide you with the ultimate web design and hosting platform around. You can build your own sites using their stunning templates or you can build your own site using your own code. Set up an online shop with Squarespace Commerce which lets you add a fully integrated store to your website and instantly starts accepting payments. Squarespace comes with mobile versions of all websites and work with any mobile device regardless of its platform. You can integrate your social networks like Facebook and Twitter. All sites are optimized for search engines as well. And you can even choose your own contributors to help build your website content up. For more information about this, go to geek-io.com Squarespace. We thank them for their support of the program. From that to The Lion King, you know, The Lion King. The Lion King musical hits $1 billion on touring box office, this according to The Huffington Post. So take this for what you will. <laughs> take, take, take this for what you will. The Lion King has proved to be a king on the road as well too. <laughs> Disney theatrical productions said Wednesday, so this was last week, <laughs> said the show's total touring box office gross in North America reached $1 billion. Producers estimate that more than 15 million theatre-goers in over 70 cities across North America have seen the show since 2002. Says Jack Eldon, a vice president at Disney Theatrical Productions, quote, we remained overwhelmed by the enduring response to the show and are you not enormously thankful to our patrons, new and returning, that for their continued enthusiasm and support. It reached the milestone quickly. Three tours of The Phantom of the Opera had grossed $1.5 in combined box office sales when it first kicked off in tour in 1989. So not since The Phantom of the Opera have we seen something hit that number and the Lion King tour is um, continuing. The Lion King is actually coming out here to Australia, I think, in December. I think because we were talking about that the other day. Me and a friend were talking about that the other day. Um, so it's coming out here in December. So, and I think combined with the international tour as well as the US domestic tour, it's going to be interesting to see the numbers that. It has overall and when people think about it uh, even from a from a film perspective let alone a theater perspective here the Lion King movie is still talked about today and that was from the Lion King movie when was the Lion King movie Someone remind me, producer, remind me when the Lion King movie was. Well, I need a, I need a producer. Nineteen ninety four. So the film from nineteen ninety four is still being talked about today. And is still living on through the theatre perspective, which gets me to the theatre perspective. 
The Lion King is an enjoyable show to go see. It is what a musical should be. It's everything that it should be. It's everything that it can be. It's just fantastic, and it's an amazing little theatre piece, and I, I wish nothing but the best for Lion King on tour. And this is definitely not putting a nail in their coffin. Like, people go, oh, failing shows go on tour, like, all off. And, yeah, shows that have recently been culled off Broadway go on tour to try and, you know, circle everything out. No, this is not a case of that. This is a case of bringing a show to another location to make it shine. So, you know what, Lion, Lion King, good on you. You've... you've You've kept your tame well. You've tamed the theatre industry well. Uh. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode of Today in Musical Theatre. We've ran about 21 minutes now, so... We're going to head on out of here. But before we do, we want to thank you, uh, Tweaked Audio, for your support of the show, of course. The primary sponsor now of the show... Uh, seven styles, seven colours, mic'd, non-mic'd, or six colours, according to Jared Budlong for that bumper. <laughs> six colours and wood designed as well. Don't forget wood. And, uh, and uh, that's it. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code geek or geek-io.com slash tweaked, T-W-E-A-K-E-D, using offer code GEEK at checkout, and we thank them for their support of the show, as always. Well, thank you for this, and thank you for the show. I mean, we've had some fun over the last couple of months since the show launched. I think the show launched back in April, in its second incarnation. I'm looking that up right now, very feverishly. I think the show would actually technically be up to episode, oh, I want to say, around 60 by now. So, because of the previous incarnation. Yeah, April 22nd, this show launched. So, this show's only been going for almost three months. Holy cow. How the time has flown. And we're, we're only going, we're only going bigger and stronger. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. We thank Geek.io for carrying, simulcasting the show as well. Uh, visit it over there at geek-io.com forward slash T-I-M-T. That's going to do it for the show. Uh, this is, of course, being simulcasted on Geek.io, geek-io.com. You'll hear a little bumper from them at the end of the show, of course, because we're, we're, tr we're trying new audio things, by the way, for this show, so I don't have to talk so much in this bit. Even though I've just explained that, and I'm talking more. <laughs> Where you can find the show, you can find the show at Chef One of Me. You can find the show at chefwonderfmedia.com forward slash D-I-M-T. And you can email the show today in musicaltheatre at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for the show. And I don't want to be your lover because I don't want to be the Spice Girls' lover. I'll leave that to someone else. All right. That's going to do it. Uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Uh, I've been your host, Howard Campbell. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>